Early next year, the Army plans to host a new exercise in combined joint all-domain command and control operations. It's called Project Convergence. It'll combine the U.S. armed services and those of allied nations. The Army will test communications, data, and sensors to see how well it all gels, using lessons learned from the 2022 operation. Federal News Network's Alexandra Lohr got more from Army Staff Mission Command Division Chief Colonel Oz Ortiz. So for Project Convergence 4, what uh, Army Futures Command is rebranding Project Convergence now is more of a capstone event, as in like it's going to be the culmination of several exercises that are going on between now and March of next year. So between events like Scarlet Dragon, that 18th Airborne Corps continues to execute at Fort Liberty, or what USERPAC is doing in the Pacific with, with uh, Talisman Sabre and other exercises, all those exercises are going to inform what Army Futures Command is going to get after at for PC Capstone 4. The List of objectives is still being developed. So as an example for Project Convergence 22, there were a list of eight specific objectives that were identified for Scenario A and Scenario B. We're not at that point yet, but what we're trying to do is based on the lessons learned from PC-22, data management, uh, how do we employ sensors, how do we bring in coalition partners, that's going to be an important part of what we're going to get after in PC-4. Can you be specific about what some of those lessons you did learn from 2022 were? So, so one of the ones is the ones I just mentioned, specifically, access to data is no longer a problem. Uh, we have enough data. We are receiving enough data. Now the problem is, what? how do we turn that information into actionable information? We are overwhelming the operators. We are overwhelming leaders. In some cases, we're overwhelming our own systems. Through the example I made earlier today that you have a a common operating picture with 100 green dots. What does that mean? That is one of our critical lessons learned. How do we turn information or data into actionable information for commanders or soldiers at the edge to do something with that information? So that's part of our biggest challenge right now. And how will Project Convergence problem solve that specific data problem? I think what Project Convergence is going to enable us to do is to continue to create scenarios or exercises that bring in really the total force. Because part of not just within the Army, we bring in multiple echelons, guard, reserve, and component, which, as you might know, it's, they're all fielded different in different capabilities. So that's one. We're bringing coalition partners. In this case, we're, I think we're bringing back the UK and Australia. We're trying to expand that to non-5I partners in addition to our coalition partners. I'm sorry, our sister services, Air Force, Navy, and Marine, which were big participants at PC-22. As we build this exercise, I think we're going to create scenarios that are going to test our ability to exchange and pass information between all those forces in order to get after a specific objective. How will it look different from 2022? I, so I don't have all the details yet as it's still being planned, but I think what General Rainey intends to do is just make it a mar build on what we learned on PC 2021 and 22 to make it now more of a theater level engagement, uh, higher levels of echelon, higher requirements for information exchange. So we're certainly not trying to duplicate what Guide is doing, but we're trying to make sure we cr increase the scope of the level of information exchanges, not just talk tactical, what we're referring to as platoon, company, battalion, elevate to brigade and division, but bring in course and theaters as part of that scenario. So again, as General Rainey and the AFC team continue to build that, we get more fidelity over the course of the next few months. But I think that's part of his intent. Make it larger uh, with the higher echelons as part of the exercise scenario, those scenarios. 
And you had mentioned that some of the exercises coming before that will inform what you do, like uh, Scarlet Dragon. Is there Are there specific things that came from that exercise? I think what we're trying to learn is what is General Donahue and 18th Air Corps doing with AI and machine learning? I think that's part of the biggest takeaway of what they're doing at 18th Airborne Corps, specifically uh, with Scarlet Dragon. So that's what uh, their lessons learned need to inform what scenarios or, or uh, injects we've tried to create as part of PC4. Same thing with General Flynn in the in the Pacific. The, the series of exercises doing as part of Pacific Pathways, those are also informing what we're doing with PC4. What specific objectives, what scenarios do we need to create or further test in order to make sure we're validating that exchanges. A very common one that we exercised with both scenario A and B at PC22 was logistics. Contested logistics was a very common exercise, a common lesson learned that we try to get after and how do we build on it for PC4. And how much will the other services be involved? So we have an open invitation to the services. Right now, the Air Force and the Navy and the Marine Corps, similar to, to what they did to PC-22, are already part of our planning efforts so we can identify what requirements they have and make them part of the process. We expect they'll be involved. At this point, I don't know at what capacity, uh, but we expect them to participate just like they did the previous iteration. And how about JADC2 or CJADC2? How will that play into it? CJADC2. So I think uh, at a core, uh, and back to the conversation we had earlier today, had, how, how do you find CJADC2? Uh, I think we're leaning on OSD to help us build that definition, but in essence it turns still into an information exchange. How do we create a data mesh that enables the exchange of information, not only within the Army, but within the services? I think for us, that's part of the CJADC2 challenge, is information exchange changing, but as OSD and the CDAO continue to build on guide, as guide six uh, finishes its, its execution through the end of July and the planning efforts come up to guide seven, I think we will learn from guide and what they're getting after for JATC2 and make that part of our PC capstone uh, uh, objectives. And I know you've gone through this, but just briefly explain how Guide works. Uh, Global Information Dominance Exercise is an OSD-sponsored ex event that currently is operating at the, the, or the command command level. What does that mean? Uh, Northcom, CENTCOM, Southcom, at that level, the OSD Chief Digital uh, and Artificial Intelligence Office is running that exercise to, enable, uh, to test information exchanges between theaters. In a very simplistic way, I think that's how I would define it. Uh, but again, as OSD continues to build caveats and brings in more combined commands in the, into the equation, it'll further inform what we need to do with JATC2. Can you speak a little to the challenges of interoperability as you do all that? Mention it this way, right? So every, every combatant commander has very specific set of information exchange requirements. What uh, Indo-PACOM is doing in the Pacific versus what we're doing in Europe, for example, is very different. I think the challenge at the CDAO level is understanding what those specific data exchange requirements are, how you bring them up to a distributed information layer, which is what they're creating at DIL, and ensure that information passes between one combatant commander to the other. I think that's their challenge in operability. How do we get specific combatant commander requirements and enable for him to exchange from one theater to the other? Army Colonel Oz Ortiz speaking with Federal News Network's Alexandra Lohr. Check out Alex's story at federalnewsnetwork.com.